Sorry about that. Well, uh, I'm Dan Plucker. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I turned off Evan's mic at the perfect time because he burped. And uh, it was literally the perfect timing because I turned off the mic right as he burped. You might have heard in the background of my microphone, but that's a great way to start off the show. I'm Dan Plucker, the executive producer of the Wendy's Big Show here. This is Have Sam and Dan on the fan. I'm Dan, as I just said. Evan Heffelfinger right on the other side of this desk kind of thing. Uh, He is the associate producer and soon to be the executive producer. Co-executive producer with the person sitting to his Right, Sam Schmitz. Sorry, it took me a second uh, because I'm facing the other direction of them. But yeah, Joe's out this week, so they're both going to be producing the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And uh, I'm just going to be on the big show, as always, in the afternoons. So sad, just by yourself. Just That's right. Me and Spark Boy every day. The Spark Man. The Spark Man. Got an email here from Spark Man. (laughs) Anyway. Stop. We're not going to do fake emails on our on our podcast, but as some people that host shows on the station might do. What but, are you talking about? Oh, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, anyway, I'm Dan Plucker, Allegedly. Evan Havelfinger, Sam Schmitz. We're Allegedly. here. It's half Sam and Dan on the fan. And guys, big game coming up on Sunday for the Green Bay Packers. They are hot to start off this 2020 campaign. They're coming off a bye week, mm-hmm. and they're facing a rather mediocre-looking team through the first five weeks of the regular season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, most recently losing to the Chicago Bears 20-19. to Guys, what, what, what are your thoughts on this upcoming game? Let's talk Rodgers-Brady. Let's talk Bucks defense against the Packers. Let's talk Equinamia St. Brown and Devontae Adams coming back. Let's start with that. Devontae Adams and Equinamia Sam Brown, how big do you think they're going to be in this football game? Oh, huge. I mean, the the strength of the Buccaneers' defense is their pass rushing, and they they lost a big pass rusher last week to a broken ankle. Vitavea. I Yeah, that's right. That's what I said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'm optimistic about it. I think the, the offense did a lot better than any of us expected with Devontae being out. But Rodgers is on a different level right now, so it, it, you can say you expected it. You, I wouldn't get mad. Aaron Jones, I think that they'll end up still using him as a receiver out of the backfield. I think they'll do the same for Jamal Williams. They saw how well it worked last week. I mean, they were 13 of 13 on catches for like 130 yards or something like that. Like, what more could you ask for? Now you're bringing in a top-five receiver in the game back into your offense – it's hard not to be optimistic about the Packers' offense against a Buccaneers defense that is good, not great, middle of the pack. If I'm going advantage, I'm taking Packers over the Buccaneers in that situation. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about the offensive side of things because even if you know Aaron Jones is limited to the rushing game, they're going to find a way, whether it's Rob Tanyan, you know, Devontae Adams. MVS might bounce back and have a big game. We never know. EQ coming back. There's a there's always somebody new in this mm-hmm. offense every week, so I'm not too worried about that. I'm more so worried about the defensive side of things with uh, Chris Godwin probably coming back and then Mike Evans being limited and all that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm worried. I know this team's looked mediocre, but they've been without Chris Godwin for like the past two weeks. So I think Absolutely that's fair to acknowledge. We haven't done a podcast since the uh, emergence of Big Bob Tanyan. Yeah, big that's Rob right. Tanyan. Robert Tunyon, he has been a special player the last couple weeks. Three touchdowns in that one game against the Saints. And looking really good. 
Uh, very impressive, and maybe the tight end of the future here in Green well, Bay. You know, you know how much us Wisconsin fans, we love to overreact right. to everything. Ever. Definitely. That will never change. Literally the day of. Well, the difference is, though, with Robert Tunyon is that Rodgers has praised this dude since day one he's been with true. the Packers. And I don't think that's necessarily been true with these other, like, one-and-done week Packers players that have popped up throughout time. Uh, Rodgers really trusts him, and we haven't seen him trust the tight end since Jared Cook, and obviously we saw how great that season was for both of them. And if he has a tight end again, that's going to be just a huge boon for the offense. It's so funny that you say that, that he has trust in a tight end for the first time since Jared Cook, because he and Jimmy Graham were literally best friends, and he still didn't have the trust in him on the football field to go to him in those kind of situations. That should tell you something, and we know from watching Rodgers for 12 years or 13 years as a starter, he plays favorites. And when he, when he has a favorite, he's going to utilize that. I mean, look at how good Jordy Nelson was. And look at how mediocre he was. Sure, he was older, but look at how mediocre he was when he had Derek Carr as his quarterback instead of Aaron Rodgers, throwing him the perfect deep Absolutely. ball every single time. And I think if Jordy Nelson doesn't play his career in Green Bay, it's nowhere near illustrious as it has been. Oh, absolutely Not only not. just because of Aaron I mean, Rodgers' still, play, but he, also... Because of the fact that he's not the most athletically gifted player in the entire he's world. He's fast, though. He's, he's quick. White, my boy, but, White Lightning, don't you but dare what, what, But what him. I'm saying is he's not he's not like a, a Devontae Adams-type sure. figure, a Michael Thomas-type figure, but he was putting up those kinds of numbers. I have the memories flooding back into my head right now, like legitimately. of The one move that he had was the cutback, where he would go towards the sideline and then cut back, and he would force like four people to miss tackles, and that's how he would get all of his touchdowns. That was also the movie tours ACL on. But Sam, you would you know that cutback move is among one of the nastiest moves I've ever seen a wide receiver make. Yeah, it's all about separation. Jordy and Cobb were just almost effortless at, like at the one point. Ability to stop on a dime. Yeah, and Devonte is probably one of the most talented route runners I've ever seen. He has some very good moves. But none of those moves topped what Jordy Nelson did. How did I get to Jordy Nelson? I'm very, very I don't know. Sorry. But we're anyway, we were talking about trust. Yeah. 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 Uh, but in something, one thing that a lot of people don't necessarily have trust in right now is the Packers' defense, as they're facing this uh, strong, I would say, Buccaneers offense. They've had their flashes of not necessarily finally looking healthy, great though. and finally healthy. Correct. Well, yeah. and Scotty Ish. Miller's questionable. Mike Evans is questionable. Did miss practice yesterday, so who knows if both of them actually play? But Scotty doesn't know. Leonard Fournette might be coming back too. He's been limited the past two days. But they haven't needed him. Ronald Jones has looked great. So eh. let's talk about just how how potent this offense is with so many different weapons. I mean, do you think that they may have more weapons in Tampa Bay than in Green Bay? Yes. Now with no, o- with o- so. with OJ Howard out, it's a little bit different. Their receivers are obviously far far and better. better. Yep. The fact that they have two top ten receivers, but and I'll the say Packers running backs are far and away better. That's also true. That's where it's kind of hard to quantify because they also have good running backs. When uh, Leonard Fournette is healthy, he can be a difference maker. Right. People forget, hashtag people forget that LaShawn McCoy is on the Buccaneers right now. We haven't really seen much from him, but he's on that team somewhere. Right. And Ronald Jones in his own right is a really solid running back. He put up pretty good yardage in a loss against the Bears who have a really good front seven. Mm-hmm. Over 100 yards. He He's not someone that you can necessarily sleep on but yeah the Packers have the advantage there so it's basically weighing a top five receiver and extras 
and a top five running back against a two top ten wide receivers and an average ish running back core. It's kind of it's harder than you would think to quantify. I would agree. Well, then you you can break it down into the Packers' offensive line too, which obviously obviously they're the number one in football right now. Yeah, but they also have not faced a legitimate threat when it comes to pass rush. I don't think any of the teams they have played so far, even in the top half of the league in pass rush, the up Bears to this point, front seven has been pretty banged up. That's and, fair. Well, well, the I'm talking about the Packers. Oh, the Packers. Yeah, the Packers' offensive line hasn't faced a good defensive line up until this point when it comes to pass rush and the bears were when healthy they showed what they can do against the buccaneers on thursday where khalil mack was wreaking havoc on the entire team like <laughs> right. he made tom brady cower so many times in that football game he and made he him dominated how many there were. <laughs> exactly that's how well khalil mack was playing and i don't think we can sleep on that and the the combination of him and robert quinn and akeem hicks as well when healthy is a top three defensive line in the nfl like yeah. if you if you think about it realistically, I I don't know who else really I would put above them. Right. Like so, maybe the Chiefs, maybe maybe like, maybe the Browns. Maybe the Browns as well, but yeah. but they're up there. And so when the Packers have to face them twice and face some of these better defensive pass rushes, I think it's going to be a different story now. They're not necessarily getting that against Tampa Bay either. No. Right. I mean, the whole thing too is that this not necessarily Mike Evans and Ronald Jones and some of these guys, but Brady especially, and I think even maybe even Chris Godwin with this year. I mean, learning Bruce Arians' system in the first year is a daunting process. <laughs> yeah. Ask Carson Palmer. Ask uh, even James Winston from last year. You're going to throw a lot of interceptions. You're going to be in the pocket a long time, and you're going to be taking a lot of hits. And I give I give Brady in this offense credit because, granted, last week they had the hiccups at the fourth down and all that, but honestly, they, since that uh, – I was about to say San Diego. Since that Los Angeles Chargers game, they've... Rest in peace, man. Yeah, I know. I think San Diego. But anyways, I think they're still finding their scheme, and especially Brady, but I think he's been progressing pretty well. I think this is going to be, you know, it's a it's a heavyweight match, but I think this is going to be a lot closer than people think. I know people are calling yeah. Tampa Bay mediocre and all that, and I know the loss of Vita Vea is big, but like I said, this this team is getting more and more comfortable, I think, each and every week. Yeah, well, and the loss of Kevin King for the Packers' defense yeah. might be troublesome as well That's if Mike cool. Evans does wind up playing because Kevin King's the big-bodied corner that would more than likely line up most snaps against Mike Evans, and if that doesn't happen, I mean, who's next? Like, Chandon Sullivan? He's too small to guard Mike Evans. It's going to be one of those, right. like, Julio Jones AFC, or oh. NFC championship kind of games. Ladarius it's it's, it's oh, worrisome, God. for sure. Like, I don't want to think of Ladarius Gunter or, no. or I mean— in worst case scenario, if he lines up in the slot like Oren Burks or something like that, lining up against Mike Evans, that's just horrifying to me. So, was Kevin King? Did he participate in all at all in practice? I don't today? think he did yesterday or today. Did they give him a, in front of me. Did they give him an actual injury designation, or did they just say he I'm did not participate? Not sure. Uh, but Friday, I know, is when they usually. Either way, that, he's dealing with a quadricep injury. Did not participate on Wednesday and did not participate today. So that's yeah, that scares great. me a little yeah. bit, Especially to be honest Mike with Evans you. Return to practice exactly, and Tom Brady has kind of, even though they've been without Godwin, I think he's kind of building a pretty solid relationship with Mike Evans yeah. starting off here. Scotty Miller, obviously, as well, but he's also questionable. Even uh, the Scotty Minnesota native know. Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson, Tyler that's got right. Some work last week. That's right. They they do have a lot of weapons there it's it's an impressive bunch uh but obviously their biggest weapon is tom brady and we should talk a little bit about this 
quote unquote quarterback battle um, between two of the greatest yeah. of all time lining up against each other. Not really, but yes. Uh, I'm I'm a big proponent. I'm not necessarily thinking of it that way. I don't like the whole. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. I think it's a very uh, fan based. Yeah. Well, the thing is, mantra we, as Packers fans, we've we really we've been robbed of those two together in their career. I think they've only played like three. This is times. the fourth time they'll match up against yeah. each other because one of them, Rodgers, was out, and that was the game that Matt Flynn oh. went and won. That was a that was a great <laughs> game. Um, the other that we got robbed of was the Super Bowl 2014 yep. against the Seahawks. That would have been Rodgers. Brady, Rogers in his prime, and Brady, you know, thirty-seven, but still like still kicking. Really well, he won the MVP good. a couple years later, so I think it was that year, or what? No, it might have been a couple years after that. But so we've been robbed as Packers fans because one of them, one of the games that Rogers played, it was the year that he, I think it was the year he had the broken leg, wasn't it? Like a couple years ago when we played. I think that was the year that when Rodgers had the broken leg. Well, the last time I remember Brady and Rodgers playing was when uh, Jordy had that deep crossing touchdown against Darrell Rivas. It so was in Lambeau. So you're probably thinking about around the same time. That's the know. thing is we we don't even know because it's been so few and far between for these guys who have been in the NFL for forever and been the best in the league forever. We've barely gotten to see them play against each other. So it's not the circumstances that we wanted, but both of our teams are good heading into this game. It's something to watch out for. It's still, uh, I mean, it should be a, an entertaining battle. And that's why it's game of the week, and rightfully so. I mean, this yeah. is, like I said, it's a primetime matchup between two teams that are playing really well, two defenses that overall have struggled at times, but have also been good at other times. The, and the patented Packers bend but don't break. Exactly, defense, and right. it's it's going to be an offensive shootout, I think. Yeah, yeah. Take I think, the over. Yeah, I would take the over probably too. But I think the Packers defense has enough. I, I I do, especially if Kevin King winds up playing, and Just I Jair and uh, Adrian Amos did together. We, like, did we talk about Kenny Clark practicing? No, no, that's a good both point. Kenny Clark, Devontae, Equinemius, St. Brown, Kamal and Martin. Kamal Martin, who yeah. who's quiet. Like, the, I think not a lot of people well, realize that he was a starter, like heading into yeah. the season, if he had not gotten injured and put now, on the that's IR. Acor- that's according to the beat writers who got to see him in practice. Who knows if that translates to the field? Right. But the fact that I mean, it's. Spring, you know, training camp, we always hear about this guy who's the unsung hero. Oh, he might make the roster. He might be the starter. And then he absolutely sucks. We just but, got done with the uh, Bill Michaels huddle. If you're listening to this, we were recording this on Thursday night. And uh, we had Andy Herman of uh, the Packer awesome. Report and Pack-A-Day podcast as one of Bill's guests. And I was, I was telling Dan when he was talking about it, he was, it brought up Kamal Martin. And Andy was just hyping up Kamal Martin. That I mean, gets me excited. I know I was already excited about the pick, like when it happened. I watched a little bit of film, like right after the pick. I was like, oh, okay, I see what I like here. And then you know, uh, reports during camp were good and good. But then I heard what Herman was saying. I was like, oh, let's go. I want to see like Chris Barnes, you know, him and all them lined up together. Yeah, Chris Barnes, dude, that's a dude who's come out of nowhere. Well, and he, really... yeah, undrafted free agent, like yeah. <laughs> starting week one. That's crazy. So I'm excited to see what Kamal Martin does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, so let's get into the predictions, I guess. Uh, I said on Navigating the North, my other podcast that I fly solo Without in. Without us, by the uh, way. Yeah. He, he abandoned us. Yeah, I abandoned you guys uh, once a week. It's because he doesn't like us. No, it's, no yeah. it's because I, I, I want to try a little mm-hmm. bit of solo action, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Navigating the North, I do it every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday night, you can listen to it. I Sam, preview all the teams in the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, we'll name it Northern Navigation. <laughs> Anyway, I picked the Packers to win on the podcast 
35 to 20. I'm going to stay with it. Whoa. I think the Packers win by two touchdowns. They keep a lead at some point. They they start early with a with a touchdown lead and they pull away late. They score that second touchdown to give themselves the advantage, a two touchdown lead. I think they have too much offense going for them. I think the Buccaneers have just not enough defensive skill, especially in the secondary. The Packers have so many ways to win this game. If they lose, they lose it because they beat themselves. This game is a pick 'em right now in Vegas. It's Are we a, still one and a half point favorites? No, we're down to one. Oh. So this is officially in Vegas. Both teams have minus 110 odds. This is a pick 'em game. 55% of the public is betting on the Packers. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. It's hard to disagree with it. They were like two and a half point the dogs Packers, to start yeah, the week. Opened at two and a half point dogs. Now they're one point favorites. I and I think that's that's where this is trending. I think that people are starting to understand, hey, maybe we shouldn't bet against the Packers who have scored thirty eight points a game so far. <laughs> yeah. Like, why why would you at this point? I picked the Falcons last week or two weeks ago when they had played. I picked mm-hmm. the Falcons to win and I looked stupid because of it. And I'm I realized, hey, I should not do that. This team this Packers team is legit. They're a Super Bowl contender, I think we can all say that even after just four weeks, I think well, that just because you can put that the in NFC the brain. Well, well, right, and especially the NFC North. Like, no team has looked good outside of the Bears. I do respect the Bears. I I've don't. gone over this before. Yeah. I well, think that the Bears could be well, a legitimate yeah, he went team. Over it on his I think he, us, yeah, I think the Bears can make the playoffs. I do. I think right. that they can sneak in as a six or seven. I mean, it's hard to stop a quarterback that has three legs. That's very true. I mean, it's like That's it helps very, it, very true. Helps it helps it. That's right. Helps it Big Richard Nick. Yeah. So I mean that's that's a factor. You just saw. imagine uh-huh. being the Buccaneers defense last week and going against the quarterback with three legs. <laughs> yeah, it's it's impossible. Ultra I mean, speed. That third leg won a Super Bowl. No, like, I think it's, it's more for stabilization when you're getting hit and all oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't know what you're thinking about, Dan. I was gonna say that. I would, <laughs> We should have uh, we should have brought up our predictions for the Falcons games. I feel like I th- I think I said like with Julio is gonna be like a four or five point game, and I was wrong. Yeah, both of you guys, you said if Julio goes, or I think it was, you said if Devontae goes, you're predicting a loss. No, or me? if he doesn't go, yeah, that's you're what I said. A loss. That's what I said. I picked, I picked he said it would be closer. Okay. He picked the Packers. I picked yeah. the Falcons by a I, touchdown. I said no matter what, Packers were winning that game. Yeah. And I don't remember what score I put. But yeah, I, I, don't know. I said yeah, with or without, they're winning that game. We should be keeping track did. though for future weeks. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do a better job. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll also. Well, try, I stay you know consistent what? throughout we'll also, all three. You know what? I'll, also I'll try to do a, a better job of coming with to you right. every week. <laughs> That's my bad. Um, you know, so life do be getting a little crazy sometimes. What was your prediction? I'm gonna write these down. Uh, I said 35-20 Packers. I think they score a touch. They have a touchdown lead early, and they pull away late. Okay. So the over under started at fifty two. It is now at fifty five and a half. So if they're saying, I literally said fifty five and I didn't even know that. So if so. they're if they're saying <laughs> the Packers are gonna win by one, they're saying it's gonna be a what, a twenty I twenty eight, twenty seven ball game? That's pretty high scoring. I think I'm going Packers thirty four, Buccaneers twenty eight. Sorry, I just completely blanked out your score. 34 to 28 Packers. 34 to 28. And Samuel? Yeah, I mean, I think we it's all around the same ballpark. I'm going to say right around, uh, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers scored 20. I think it's going to be a field goal fest, though. I would probably, really? For Tampa Bay. Not for us, okay. mostly. Because um, I think Tampa Bay gets in our territory but doesn't finish drives. So I'm going to say... Oh. Ben, don't break, baby. <laughs> I'm going to say 32-24 Packers. 32-24 okay. Packers. We all pick the Packers to win. Now, who do you think the player of the game is going to be? 
I am going to say Aaron Rodgers. I think he. That's, okay, so besides the quarterback. Well, come on. That's too I don't easy. Like Aaron it's like Rodgers. it's like in the the Bucks post game shows where you have to pick okay, an fine. MVB and it's fine. Like, like oh Giannis again. Wow. Fine. <laughs> fine. Uh, I will go MVS. I think this is the week he breaks out. I am notoriously not a very big MVS fan. Uh, but I think that the Buccaneers really try to focus on Devontae Adams. They know he's coming back. They know that Aaron Rodgers is going to want to target him because he's back. And I think that that opens up MVS kind of similarly to what happened in that Saints game where uh, Alan Lazard wound up having the big day because they thought MVS was the guy that was going to get all the targets. So that's where I'm kind of thinking along those lines. MVS it has a big day, let's say over 100 yards and a score in in the okay. in the game. I'm feeling Aaron Jones, 140 all-purpose yards, two tutters. Ooh. I'm going to go the running game, too, but I am i don't think Aaron Jones doesn't have a good game. I just think that, you know, they have such a physical defense that it's going to need a two-running back system. So I'm going to say Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. Jamal. I think he finds the end zone once or, you know, gets a couple I catches like and all there. I think it's going to be – the way this, how physical his defense is, Levante David and Devin White, I think it's going to be a little more of a 50 50 split this game. Well, Jamal Williams is going to have to prove it after his comments about Tom Brady the other day on Game I mean, on Wisconsin. Shout out to Game on Wisconsin. They, 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 they talked to me a lot. Uh, so you can maybe listen again, to them if you want. No, he, no, no, he, they reached out to me and I was on their podcast a couple weeks ago and then and they got Jamal Williams. To say like, hey, these guys, I work with them. They're really good too. We have this podcast. You should have them on too. If there's one thing I know, it's that you can never phase Jamal Williams. So mm-hmm. that's true. I don't think Good he cares Jay about Man on <laughs> Instagram. Like Jay Swaggy G, what was it? Jay Swaggy D? Jay Swag Daddy. Swag Daddy. That's what it is. Thank you. Even I, I agree with Devontae, too. It doesn't matter who's on that other sideline. Like, give me the Packers. <laughs> you know what's one tiny thing that scares me a little bit? What's the one tiny Sunday? thing that scares you? Tyler Irvin is, uh, I, I think he's either questionable or doubtful for the game. Like, yeah, he has really not been practicing. practiced at all so far. That scares me. Because we, we remember how bad the Packers' return game was, their special teams was, last without year him. without him. Literally on pace for an NFL record for worst Pass or not pass. Uh, We're punt, special teams. Punt returns ever in NFL history. Through like ten games, they had negative nineteen yeah. yards. Good That's old, crazy. Good old Darius Shepard and Jermon Williams taking care of duties last year. So Still if, nightmares. If he doesn't go, who's going to return kicks? Is it going to be Rashawn Gary? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, he, had, he, he ran a four five. <laughs> like I mean, shoot. I mean, I don't know because you don't have, you don't have Tremont anymore. It probably have the fact to be, that Tremont was still. It's probably going to have to be Darius Shepard or probably Darius. Maybe mm. Jamal. Do you think Jamal can do it? I don't know if they would put him there. I think it would be like AJ Dillon, and, and we'll finally see what he can do. Can M- can, I don't know if they did that with David Johnson. His can Equinemius? I mean, that's the last thing I want to put Equinemius no, on injury-wise. It'll probably be MVS or Darius Shepard. Yeah. If Tyler Irvin doesn't play, Shepard will probably be active. Is there a cornerback? that Maybe Josh Jackson? I would love Jair Alexander to return. No, he just did. His rookie year, I, ch- I checked his uh, really? pro football okay. reference. He see, I didn't returned know one or two. I didn't know that. All right, well, uh, one thing I do know is I know my top 10 teams in the NFL, and we're all going to go over the power rankings. A lot of people have been, a lot of national pundits, I should say, have been putting the Packers as their number one team headed to the Super Bowl. We'll talk about that. Are the Packers Super Bowl bound, and where do we rank them in our top 10 coming up next here on Half Sam and Dan on the Fan. Getting jiggy with it. I'm getting jiggy with uh, power rankings in the NFL. 
Remember when yeah. Will Smith had a TV show? Yeah, that was a really good TV show. Remember, I watched it all the time as a kid. Not even like Remember when uh, he hosted YouTube Rewind a couple years ago? I don't remember that at all because oh. I didn't watch YouTube Rewind. So that's a that's a joke for my friends. Uh, getting jiggy with it. That's a a classic Will Smith. Him and DJ Jazzy Jeff. I don't know if Jazzy Jeff was on that track, but I don't know if he was either. Anyway, uh, power rankings. NFL football. Everyone Are the Packers the number one? Ranking. Guys, let's 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 go over our own. Everybody else is doing it, so we're gonna do it too. Just like if everybody else jumped off a cliff, we would do it as well. You know? Yes. Multiple I, times. I think I think we're 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 kind of on that power ranking bandwagon. And uh, Evan, let's start off with yours. Uh, Why don't you give us ten to one? Ten to one. I am starting with the St. Louis. Just kidding. The Los Angeles Rams. Oh. Um. At ten, that far back. Yeah. Okay. Continue. I, their defense is great. Um, they have a lot, I mean, they're a team built a lot like the Buccaneers in a way where they have a lot of really good receivers. I'm not sold on the quarterback. Jared okay. Goff, he's getting paid a ton of money, but he, he doesn't like strike fear in me. Um, I can see that. Their run game is very young. I think that they would have really benefited greatly from, uh, Le'Veon Bell, but probably so I, it's still very, and it's a, a three man backfield you don't know who's going to get the carries you don't know who's going to have the big game but i think they're still a really good team i think they'll be a wild card team they'll be fighting for the division but they're ultimately going to lose to a team that i have uh higher up on my rankings i have them at number 10 number nine another surprise the cleveland browns oh the browns if anyone knows me they know that i love the cleveland browns i'm a big nick chubb guy which kind of sucks that he went down but that offense is clicking right now. They found a way to make Baker Mayfield incredibly reliable. He he plays in the offense. He doesn't have to go crazy like he did last year. Remember last year he had like .4 seconds to pass the ball before there was six guys in the backfield? Yeah. They invested in their offensive line. Um, OBJ started to look like OBJ again. And sure, Absolutely. He, goes, he goes back and forth where he'll catch five balls for 50 yards and then go off the next game. But him with Jarvis Landry... I think Austin Hooper, even though we haven't seen much from him, he's a great addition to that team. Uh, Kareem Hunt has stepped right back into where he was with the Chiefs pretty much. like That offense is really, really good. And then they've made improvements on that defense to make them, I don't want to say a legitimate like threat to any of the teams in the AFC, but they're a playoff team. And Miles Garrett's probably the best he, defen- defensive end in the NFL right now. He, I mean, he's up there for the MVP voting, which is insane. Crazy. So, I have the Browns at number nine. Number eight, I have the Saints. I still believe in them a little bit. I think that Drew Brees is over the hill. If you ask me, I think he has long been on a spiral downwards, and I think this is it's looking a lot like Peyton Manning in his last year with the Broncos, mm-hmm. where it just it doesn't look right. Well, it could be worse. It could be Phillip Rivers. It, yeah, it could. There's a reason that the Colts are not on my list. <laughs> um, but that I mean that offense when you have Michael Thomas, who's been hurt, granted. Uh, really sucks. The one year I take a receiver in the first round in one of my leagues, he goes down. I really, really appreciate that. He'll be back, that, though. Thomas. He'll, he'll, he'll make hopefully, you feel happy at, next at week. week seven. Yeah, hopefully. But Alvin Kamara is obviously one of the best and most dynamic weapons in the NFL. For sure. Um, Emmanuel Sanders has seen a little bit of a returning Uptick. to form, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Traquan Smith has also been good. Yeah. I mean, and they have the the dude who's still chugging along, Jared Cook. And so what number are the Saints for you? Eight. Eight. Uh, like that defense is still really good too. I I have faith in the Saints. I think they're going to end up winning the NFC South. Uh, number seven, I have the Buffalo Bills. As big of a fan 
of uh, uh, Nick Chubb and the Browns I am, I'm also a huge Josh Allen fan. I think that he is one of the most fun quarterbacks to watch in the entire NFL. Getting Stephon Diggs, it proved to be the absolute correct decision, um, even if it ended up trading the or like they traded the pick that got Jordan mm-hmm. Jeff- or Justin Jefferson. Sorry, I, I that that offense is really looking good. I think that's another team that really would have benefited from Le'Veon Bell. But as is Devin Singletary has stepped in. Um, Nicely, Zach, Zach, Zach Moss, Moss has also he's been, been banged up, but he looked really good. I think that that team is good, and then that defense is obviously really good, despite how it looked against the the Titans the other night. Mm-hmm. I, I have the Bills at number seven. Number six, I have those Titans. Um, I don't know what to make of them, because on paper, their offense should not be very good. It's a, a, Tannen, a Ryan Tannehill who they don't need to like use very much. They have Derrick Henry, and then they have a couple of... like. I mean, A.J. Brown has proved to be a good receiver, but you wouldn't think that they'd have enough firepower to really carry them. Their defense is what you would expect from a defense whose head coach was, you know, one of the best defenders of all time in Mike Vrabel. Like, or not one of the best of all time, but he led a really good uh, Patriots defense. Yeah, And I don't know what to make of them. I thought that they were going to get crushed by the Bills, and they made a statement. That, you know, when you have three weeks off, usually you're pretty well rested and ready to go play a football game. But Don't go high on Derrick Henry. No. Yeah, not a chance because you will end up ragdolling and end up in, like, uh, Yeah, Josh Norman learned that the hard way. So I have them at number six. Number five, I'm sorry I'm taking a long time. I have the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, another team that that defense is one of, if not the best in the NFL. Um, Big Ben has looked like the Big Ben of old, which is – Actually kind of interesting to see. I did not expect him to bounce back like this. Um, the drafting of Chase Claypool, I know it's only been one week that he really stood out, but it proved pretty big last week. Um, James Conner goes under the radar as one of the better running backs in the league, I think. So all in all, I mean, that's just a really well put together team. I'm not a big Mike Tomlin believer, but I think that that team is really, really good. Uh, yeah. Number four, I have the Seahawks. I think the one thing that scares me about them is their defense. defense. If they had a better defense, I'd put them above my number three team. But Russell Wilson, I, as much as I hate to say it, he's the MVP right now. As big of an Aaron Rodgers fan as I am, Russell Wilson is the MVP. Definitely. I would um, agree. DK Metcalf is outperforming everyone's expectations for him, even when he was drafted. Um, and then they have another wide receiver, one in Tyler Lockett. Chris Carson is another really underrated running back who's been super solid for them. I think them getting Greg Olson, something that people forget about. Hashtag people do forget. He's been a great veteran leader for them. So I really like the Seahawks, but I think I need to see more from their defense. If they had kept J- Jadavion Clowney, I think they would be in a lot better position right now. Top three. Probably. Top three, Ravens at number three. Okay. Um, Lamar Jackson, he hasn't looked like MVP Lamar Jackson, but... He's still there. Um, that offense is just full of playmakers now, especially getting J.K. Dobbins. I feel like that was a really good pickup. And then that defense is the best in the NFL. I don't think many people can argue with that, um, especially with the addition of Patrick Queen. Hmm, interesting. Wow, a rookie uh, middle linebacker who's playing really well that would have been available for the Packers when they took Jordan Love. Interesting. Hmm. Even like um, Kenneth Murray, too. He's been balling out. Yeah. I mean, I've been fine with either one. Absolutely. I, so I have the Ravens number three. I think 
We haven't ex- seen what we expected from them this year, but there's still time for them to get back into whatever playing shape they were in last year. Number two, the Packers. Um, Aaron Rodgers has looked like 2010 Aaron Rodgers. He, I mean, from what we've all heard, he's in a better mindset. He's in a better place right now. He looks comfortable with Lafleur. Whether you want to say it's him more motivated because they drafted Jordan Love, whatever. The defense still scares me. Um, the secondary, as we know, is one of, if not the best in the NFL, but that front seven scares me, especially the linebackers. But I think the Packers have to be the favorites in the NFC right now. And then number one is the Chiefs. Obviously, they didn't look good um, this past week, but... Well, they it, looked good for most of the game, and then they yeah. kind of let it... They, 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 they looked they let good it the first away. half. And then, the defense looked bad. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is still a $500 million man, and he deserved every single penny of that contract. Um, that offense looks really good. They also added oh, um, Le'Veon Bell. Um, ever heard of him? So that I mean, there's there's no doubt in my mind that the Chiefs are the number one team in the NFL, and to me, it's not even close. All right, Sam. Sorry, that took really long. I'm yeah, sorry. I feel like we should have probably narrowed it down to like top five or whatever. Yeah, I'm probably. Sorry. But that's okay. Sam, hit us with it. Um, you can edit it in post. I'm gonna start. I do not like the Los Angeles Rams at all whatsoever. I know their defense is awesome. It, offense is cute, but it just not does not get it done in the playoffs. So I'm not even. Gonna That's start what an NFL offense should be called. Cute. <laughs> um, all right, number ten. I do like the Cleveland Browns. Um, Baker Mayfield, like quarterback, still does scare me. But like you guys are saying, I'm big on the defense and all that and their run game, especially if they get Nick. I don't know Nick Chubb. They say it's like. It, it's probably like, gonna be a lot longer than six to eight weeks. So that's unfortunate. But yeah, even with hurts. Kareem Hunt, they have depth there. And D. Ernest Johnson, uh, the graduate of the Alliance of American Football, the yeah. AAF, uh, the Orlando Apollos. Yeah, he did all right. Anyway, but, but I do, I do, I do think anyway. Miles Garrett's the leading, you know, leader and defensive player of the year right now. Uh, number nine, I do have Tampa Bay. I know people are saying, oh, their offense is blah, 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 blah. Like I said, it takes a while to figure out Bruce Arians' offense. So I do like. Takes a while to figure out Tom Brady. Right. It, you know, the, the hit to Vita Vea does suck, but. You know, Devin White's really been doing really good in his second year, so I think that defense does carry him in a couple of these games. Uh, number eight, I do have New Orleans. It's hard for me to not think that, you know, Michael Thomas doesn't propel them, and they were without Janoris Jenkins last game. A lot of their their defense is so banged up in the secondary, which kind of explains why Herbert, even though he's special, had a good game. So if they get healthy and all that, I do like New Orleans' offense. I'm kind of tired of the whole Drew Brees arm thing because is that not – what Drew's been doing the past like four years, like, I think we all have realized like his arm is going down. So the same things happen with Tom Brady. They can't yeah. throw it accurately for deep anymore. That's why they're going more towards the the checkdown routes. Which if you're noticing, the Packers are starting to do so more too. The whole Drew Brees thing, I just like, yeah, no crap. He's been doing this for like the past <laughs> two years. I had to, I had to hold myself back there, but yeah. <laughs> the whole Drew Brees thing. It's like, yeah, he's he's been doing this. So sure. It's not a shocker. Number sure. seven, this team, I want them to be higher. But there's two players that make me want to hold them back, and that's Pittsburgh Steelers, number seven. I think they have the best defense in the league. I love Baltimore, but give me Minka Fitzpatrick, Bud Dupree, and TJ Watt, and a bunch of other guys. And Devin Cam Bush. Hay- Cam Hayward, too, and all that. You can just go on and on. Perfect. I think they got the best defense. Who knows how Chase Claypool can keep it up. Mapletron, they're calling him, which I love. A little bit of Canadian <laughs> like that and all that. Uh, Deontay Johnson, if he gets healthy, I love that. The two players that are holding me back from putting him, I would honestly... I want to put them in my top five, but I can't. I'm not slow on James Conner. Um, as cool as his story is and all that, he's had so many opportunities to show that he can be, you know, almost as good as what Le'Veon could do production-wise, but 
can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. I honestly am just like the reason I'm putting them this low is because I expect Connor to go down, and I'm not sold in the whole Benny Snell and uh, you don't trust Benny Snell, Benny Snell and Jalen Samuels do <laughs> all to get it done in like clutch games and all that. Right. And hey, Ben's been looking great. Props, yep. props to him. Like and his whole story, it's been a good thing to root for, but. I'm trying to like picture Ben in a playoff game and all that right now in a clutch moment. And I, I would probably pick the other team in all honesty, despite the weapons he's got. So Pittsburgh at number seven, number six, Buffalo as well. Um, as Evan was mentioning, that defense is supposed to be so good, but on Tuesday, they're without their top cornerback in Tredavious White. That's why AJ Brown's going off and mm-hmm. Josh Norman's got to be everywhere making these tackles and stuff like that. So if they can get healthy, I think they write the ship and all that. I'm a little bit concerned about the running game, but I like the progression Josh Allen's made. <laughs> I could hear that. Sorry. Oh, you like the progression Josh Sorry, Allen's made and all that. Stephon Diggs has been great. So the sky's the limit for Bills Mafia there. Number five, I like the Tennessee Titans. I think they're a top five team. I know that it's not sexy on offense and all that, but Mike Vrabel would like literally be the perfect coach if I was a player and all that. He's I can only he's imagine. a football guy. Yeah, he is the definition yeah, of a football, he's a football guy. guy. I know it's not you know pretty with Ryan Tannehill quarterback, but he's been great ever since they got him last year, and he's been a full go and all that. The team goes as Derrick Henry goes, but even so, they've been without Corey Davis this past week and Adam Humphreys both had COVID. So mm-hmm. down to AJ Brown, they had a, they had a whole bunch of practice guy, squad guys pretty much taking over that offense this past week. So just imagine once they get their other pieces back, along with the great breakout that Johnny Smith's having, the defense. It's good. I don't really think it's great. It can't be any worse because it's just a whole bunch of scraps to Malcolm Butler, right. Jadevian Clowney, Kenny Vicaro, and all these guys. So mm-hmm. all things considered, I don't really think the Titans missed a beat from last year and all that. So I do like them yeah. going to the playoffs. I like the way they play, too. It's a great ca- caveat to yeah. the fast-paced, 80-yard touchdown throws from Patrick Mahomes to Tyreek Hill offenses that we see in the league where they slow the game down and they still have the firepower to put up 40 points in a game we just saw it on Tuesday night football against the Bills yeah I mean if you give them the ball back it's probably eight minutes off the clock right there Mm -hmm. so I do think Tennessee when they get healthier and all that it will be a top five team number four Seattle um the defense yeah it's you know scarce and all that but they've been without Jamal Adams for the past two weeks Mm -hmm. so I think it only gets better from there. Bobby Wagner is still a great linebacker, probably still top five and all that. So, yes, Russell Wilson's – I'm not crowning anybody as MVP, but I think it's just between Rodgers and Russell at this point, and it's great. When you have Russell Wilson, you always have a chance to win a game. So Seattle, number four. Number three, Baltimore. Pretty much what you guys are saying. Love the defense. I like what I'm seeing from Hollywood Brown in year two. The running game kind of scares me since they lost Marshall Yanda last year. Not mm-hmm. as not as efficient with Mark Ingram and all that, the whole uh, play options and all that. It's not as efficient as last year. But I do think they have a bye next week, so they can probably figure it out. I trust John Harbaugh to work out the kinks in the offense. So mm-hmm. Baltimore, Talk about another three. football guy. Huh. Huh. All, right. all Harbaugh's. Numero dos, the Packers. Um, it's not really their fault. I just think with the addition of Le'Veon Bell and Honestly, if we were making these rankings before the Le'Veon Bell edition, I still would have put the Chiefs number one. They're going to yeah. lose eventually. I think they only lose like two more times this year, no matter what. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? They lost for the first time in like 365 days <laughs> against a division opponent and John Gruden, who finally got Henry Ruggs back and all that. I don't think you can really game plan for Henry Ruggs, much like Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really worried about that. Man. The Raiders are, I love the Raiders. I think, they're I think be, the Raiders are really interesting. I, I tell the, you what, man. I tell you what, man. Spider through I banana, Darren Waller. It's unstoppable, bro. 
So I do think the Raiders are making the playoffs. So I'm not, you know, they played the Saints great too in week two. Yeah, I think they're yeah. borderline playoff team as well. Yeah. I think they're a nine and seven, ten and six finisher. So I kind of did like one and two there as a combo because it's not really the Packers' fault. They're playing amazing football. They're the best in the NFC and all that. But you know, uh, we'll see. The I think getting Kenny Clark and Devontae Adams back and all these guys. I think national media will finally put a couple of these guys at Packers at number one. For sure. Ross Tucker did. Ross Tucker did. Yeah, he is one of them. Pete Prisco is another. Yeah. All right. My top 10 at the back end is a little bit different. Top four, I think we can all agree that yeah. like Seahawks, Ravens, Packers, Chiefs are the in top four. Order. In some order. But, also that, order. Order. but also that order, <laughs> yes. I'm writing all uh, these down, too, so we can kind of compare. So number 10, I have the New England Patriots. Yeah, I want to put them Yeah, that's um, interesting. I... I mean, they were without James White in, in their only, what I'm going to call, legitimate loss of the season, which was against the Seahawks. Yep. And they've been COVID-ridden. They were without their quarterback, Cam Newton, and without their best defender in Stephon Gilmore. They also almost won that Seahawks game. Sorry, I'm just thinking yeah, back they, to they that They almost game. won the Seahawks they game. And they shouldn't have, but they also They also have won kept up with the Chiefs for a half yeah, without right. Cam Newton. They did, what, like, they did what the Raiders did, just keep which is Patrick funny Mahomes off the field as much yeah. as possible. They didn't keep up with them. They just, their defense played so, so well, well that they didn't yeah. have to keep they, up. It they, was like the first time in a long time where I'm like, Holy crap, a defense is stopping Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Like, yeah. that hasn't happened. You can never <laughs> count out that brain on the sideline. Bill so, Belichick. Bill Belichick is a mastermind. No matter who's on the field, he finds a way to make them effective football players. And I believe that they're going to finish top four in the AFC by the time this thing is over. I think that they're that good of a football team. And I also think and that their they. Division. Well, yeah, their division's also their division. The Bills always choke away, the Dolphins always choke, and the Jets are the Jets. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're talking about new age Josh Allen. Here. I don't, brought you, I don't, I don't care. Big, I'm a big I don't Josh care. Allen I'm fan. a big, I'm a big prove it to me, no, no. Uh, even though I do have the Bills coming up in my rankings out I of the like Patriots the as of right too now. too in that division too, man. Yeah, you, you but are But they haven't played that. anybody. They haven't. I don't care, man. Fitzpatrick's playing with no care. <laughs> no, you, you already got your two Fitz Magic games this year. You're not yeah, getting another one. I agree. I, number hey, nine, I'll another make, controversial one. I will make a bet with you right now that Fitzpatrick is like a top five quarterback this week in fantasy football. Who are they Ooh. playing again this week? The New York Jets. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> but I'll, I'll do it next week, too. I don't no. care. I like this Dolphins team, man. Number nine, I have the Chicago Bears. Uh, I know you guys are going to roll your eyes and turn away like Evan just did. Here but li- But listen, okay? Even without a legitimate quarterback, even without not a consistent head coach, they're finding ways to fo- to win football games. And to be quite honest with you, I liken this Bears team very much to the Packers team of last year, where they don't necessarily win games in the prettiest of ways, but they sure as hell are winning football games. Who have they played, though? They just beat the Buccaneers, who both yeah. of you are considering putting in your top ten, and without, who we just had a full discussion but about I about didn't. the Packers. I didn't without because Chris they Godwin. lost to the Bears. I don't care if it's without Chris Godwin. It wasn't about not having Chris Godwin. I didn't put the Buccaneers. It was about Allen Robinson, who's lighting it up right now, and having almost got killed on half of those well, catches. I didn't yeah, put the Bears but, in specifically because they lost to the Buc- or to the Buccaneers. I think Brady would have had a better. The game only thing I have enough confidence in Nick Foles that they can that he can lead this team to a playoff. Because you know what? I, here's a he perfect example. He has the third leg. Not only that, but I liken him to Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that they are about at the same level of quarterback play. And Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. took that 49ers team to a Super Bowl last year. And Nick Foles did the same thing with the Eagles. He's yeah, not he a great quarterback. He is leg. a good quarterback that can have great performances, which is why I think that when he is led by a predominantly defensive team, he could lead a team to the playoffs and beyond. Yes, Sam. Kyle Shanahan or Matt Nagy? 
Kyle Shanahan for sure. Uh, Matt Nagy or Doug Peterson? Ooh, that that one's borderline. To be honest with you, one. Doug Peterson with a healthy team, I'm taking Doug Peterson. I don't know if I am. I don't. So I don't trust about, Doug Peterson's about, offensive you had a, schemes. An incredibly well, okay, hurt but you're, team. You're last saying year. that about the Eagles this year with like all of their starters injured. So that's fair. I'm just saying, like, I know they're finding ways to get it done, but come playoff time, I don't trust Matt Nagy. Well, that's fine, but I'm not, I'm talking right now. I'm not talking about the playoffs. I'm talking right now. Playoffs? I think they're the ni- number nine playoffs? team in football. I know, but I'm, I'm just saying. So I, I'm, I, not, I'm not saying that they're not. A top you're not 10 saying, team. but you're just saying. I'm just saying. That, like, <laughs> but listen, I love in, I love the Bears wide receivers. I love the weapons they have there why now. Don't you just marry them, Dan? I will. Yeah. You know what? I will. You're Alan Lazard. Fan. I will marry you as a Lions fan. Do you want to tell his wife? Well, I mean, it's easy to go from you know mediocrity and the Lions and all that yeah. to Dumpsterville, not and even Chicago, mediocrity. so easy. And I, that's why I, that's why I kind of despise working in this market right now because whenever I say I think the Bears are good, everybody just wrecks me because it's all Packers fans no, who don't want to believe that the no. Bears actually have a legitimate chance to well, compete with them this year. They always year. do, but they, they just find a way to. Choke they it do. Away. They always. They do. do. They always. They do. always do but exactly. They, but they find a way to <laughs> choke it away no matter what. And I'm not just well, saying that I'm not just saying the double doink. I'm talking about the 2000, you know, the, the NFC no, champion. I I I'm understand the NFC championship that we beat them and all that. And I'm talking I, about Super Bowl, whatever. I understand. Colts. But I'm going to go back to it. They literally the Packers had to lead the first play of the game. The Packers the have not played a legitimate defense to this point in this season. They have not. They Are have, you saying the Detroit Lions do not have a legitimate yes, defense? Yes, the, 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 the closest thing to a good <laughs> hey. defense that they've faced so far is the New Orleans Saints, and I think that they're yeah. borderline top 15. There's, I mean, that's mm, not their fault. It's the schedule fault. Oh, I'm not saying it's the that. Packers' fault, but I'm just saying we're— They also we're, played. Wasn't Marshawn Lattimore out for that game? Or did he play? Uh, I think he played. He played. But we're, we're highly touting this Packers offense, putting up for a bunch of points, which kudos to them. They're doing it, but without, they're doing it against not great defenses. Without so, Devontae for a week. Without, I understand that they're without their weapons, but Remember even when so. Remember Marquez Valdez-Scantling was your best receiver by like a long shot? Because your wide receiver one and two were anyway. Out. Then he dropped. The I like the Bears. They're my number nine team. Number eight. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen's yes. playing very well. Now you uh, have my attention again. They lost. <laughs> They just lost to the Titans. It's their first loss of the season. They did not look good, but they also had the week off due to the COVID buy stuff. Uh, and the Titans were basically rested for three weeks and came back looking like they were rested for three weeks. Right. Uh, and ironically, they're my number seven team, the Titans. I like the Titans. I like uh, the way their offense is built. We talked about it. I like that they're a good ca- caveat to what is the fast-paced offensive schemes that we see now today in the NFL, and they can really slow down football games by giving Derrick Henry 80 touches in one football game, uh, and he can still pick up first downs on three straight downs if he just ran the ball. They they, they are they're a throwback team. They are a throwback team. Legitimately and, but, a throwback but it, team. It, but it works. Like, like right. there have been teams that have tried this, and it has not worked, and right. they look terrible, and they're bad football teams because of it. But the Titans have figured something out. I don't know if it was back when Matt LaFleur was there, and he's kind of started getting the roll on with the I offense or whoever. That may be, but whatever it is, the Titans are a solid football team and Ryan Tannehill is continuing to have success even after everybody was calling him a fluke last season after he took over. I like Ryan Tannehill. I like what the Titans are doing. Hashtag people forget how good Tannehill actually was when he was healthy with the Dolphins. With the Dolphins early. People forget how good players can be when they get out of Adam Gase's system. Exactly. Also true. 100%. Number six, I have the Los Angeles Rams. I'm buying them. I think that they are a good foot ball team uh when they are healthy I, I think if they have a healthy running back group that is a great 
tandem or trio to have in the backfield. I like Cam Akers. I've been saying it from the very beginning, even though I just dropped him from my fantasy team. Well, yeah, and but then it's it's like, oh, this week it's Malcolm Brown. Brown. Oh, this, this week, week it's Daryl Henderson. Henderson. That's exactly. Why I, that's why I say cute because McVay cannot go with the same game plan for two weeks in a row. He well, I don't think that's a to... bad thing. I think that speaks we'll to his versatility we'll as a head coach. Widow. But we'll then get you get to widow RPO. Like I said, he just too cute. That's and and I like Jared Goff. I like what he's doing this year. Sure, he's not being worth the money that he he has. But again, when you have a quarterback who can run a system that has a great defense, you can lead a football team into the playoffs and beyond. And this is another example of that with the Los Angeles Rams. He went all the way to the Super Bowl three years ago now. Was it two years ago? I'm, I'm blanking. When they played the Patriots. Right, right. But, the, but that's exactly what the 49ers did last year, too. It is a proven fact that you can have a bad to mediocre to okay quarterback no, I'm not saying it's about that Goff. has a great defense lead you to a Super Bowl. I'm not saying it's about Goff. I'm just saying the system, right? He's a system quarterback. Gets, gets you a bunt. You got gets you, you know everywhere until you, you know, face Bill Belichick and all these guys. guys remember you... the the Sean McVay coaching tree. Yeah, I like the Rams. Number five, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, we yeah. kind of have gone over this. Big Ben, I love the wide receiving weapons they have if they're all healthy. Deontay Johnson, I've loved him from since the beginning. If he can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, you per you personally screwed me out of a fantasy football win this week because I had a, I think it was. I don't remember who it was. I think it was Gallup and him. That was a couple weeks ago. I don't think it was, it was this past week. It was but two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm thinking about Gallup. And you're like, no, put Johnson in. Do it. And well, I was like, you know, I was thinking about it. And, you know, it makes sense. Okay, I'll do it. And fun. then not only that, I put it in my FanDuel lineup. Because I was like, okay, he's pretty cheap. I should do that. Literally a play in like a quarter into the, the game. game you got hurt. hurt. Yeah, but that's not my fault. Uh, fun fact, fault. despite going down like the first play that he's like gotten injured in both those games, still leads his team in targets. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's I like I like Deontay Johnson. I Juju Smith Schuster has kind of fallen off even further for me. I don't think that he is a, the legitimate weapon that he had. I think he's a wide receiver too. Like frankly, he I, he's a, a wide, wide receiver. He needs yeah. a wide receiver one yeah. that can open things up for him, and he doesn't have that right Come now. Come to Green Bay. But I think there it speaks go. to their Devontae depth Adams. too. Is they have so many good wide receivers. James Washington. Yeah, James like, Washington. We didn't even talk about him. Like it's every week. Like somebody's going to be the Chase Claypool. Yeah, bro. they're somebody's they're very Packers esque. Where they were breaking some... it down this week. Like they're legitimately like wide receiver. You like yeah yeah. The, they no, never miss no first round receiver. picks. They've missed like who like maybe. Um, I mean Martavis Bryant. It wasn't really his. I mean it was his it wasn't fault. The, right. It wasn't the Steelers' fault. Right. right. They hit on that. Yeah, and <laughs> so. I don't know what they do right, but they figure out a way to put legitimate product on the field every single year. Unlike the Packers. As long as Big Ben is healthy. And as soon as they find a replacement for Big Ben as well, they're going to continue that Last success year they there. Were somewhat competitive with Ducky Hodges. Is yeah. <laughs> Isn't that insane? So I don't know. Whoever doesn't believe in Mike Tomlin is just wrong. I, I think he's a good I think he's it's a, a good shame coach. That he doesn't get like mentioned in those like, you know, Top tier coaches that are still yeah I don't understand. Like, I don't he, he nobody. Well, how do you not think he is? He had to okay. He had to deal with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown in the same locker room, and he made it work. Yeah, and Big Ben while he was <laughs> like, uh, uh, you're gonna you're gonna have to uh, bleep that one. Out. Why you you can. Why would you though? That's true. <laughs> but while he was doing bad things to women. He's he's That's figured out. I don't know what to say, but he's so sure. Just bleep it. Yeah, I will. don't bleep it. I'll just say. It. And Big so, Ben, who so, has had his issues in the past. I've started so, doing this thing when we play uh, NFL pressers. 
You know how you can like generate tones and let white noise finish. and stuff. Let me finish. I've started number four. <laughs> well, let me finish with the Seahawks or with the let Steelers so that I can. Wait. So all right, all right Rick. Plus, he's dealt with Big Ben, who has had his issues off the field in the past as well. Remember I think that Mike Tomlin is, that's the thing that I'm talking about, yeah. Uh, Mike Tomlin is a fantastic head coach. He figures out to get the, a way to get the best out of his players, even if the locker room is not as cohesive as it could possibly be. Number four, the Seahawks. I, uh, we talked about it. Russell Wilson's MVP. Number three, the Ravens. They, they just have so much more potential. They have so much more potential on the field, especially offensively. If they can figure out a running back who can actually carry the ball consistently and Harbaugh trusts one running back eventually because uh, Mark Ingram's old. J.K. Dobbins is still learning and Gus Edwards is Gus Edwards uh, and Lamar Jackson can get back to his MVP level at some point in this year, which I expect yeah, him to do. They will. The Ravens don't even need him to get to MVP level. Well, Just like to win a Super Bowl, pro. they have to get well, him to the MVP yeah, level because yeah. uh, they have to get past the Chiefs, which obviously they showed how difficult that is when they got blown up by them. Uh, number two, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, we know we know it. We all live here. They're a good football team. Aaron Rodgers is playing at an MVP level again. Every week somebody new is being focused on with this Matt LaFleur offense, which looks excellent. I don't think you can count the Packers out of any football game that they're in this season. They're probably favored to win most of them, if not all of them, going forward. And it would be a shame if they weren't because they're playing that well. Number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, we talked about it. The, the Packers are, as good as they are, the Chiefs are even better. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is a young version of Brett Favre, of Aaron Rodgers. He is everything for that football team. And when you also have a wide receiving core of Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, and I'm putting Travis Kelsey as a wide receiver because that's basically what he is. Um, Le'Veon Bell kind of is too. I guess, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they lined him up in this slot at some point. McCole Hardman. I mean, the weapons go on and on and on and on. This team is so... It's and, and I don't know what it is, but when you watch a Kansas City Chiefs game, there is always a play where you just go... I didn't even know that was illegal. Mm-hmm. And they do at least one of those every single game or where Andy Reid pulls a play out of his hey, hat of magic. That, or hey. you see Mahomes throw a ball from an angle that just should not be possible. Exactly. Give, give props to Eric Bieniemy too. And Eric Bieniemy, yes. No matter who it is, whichever offensive mastermind it is in that in that coaching staff, Bieniemy or Reid, probably a, some combination of both of them, yeah, they, they come up with just these crazy offensive plays where it's just like, where the hell did that come from? Right, it's right. like a fake screen right, fake screen left, shovel pass to Travis Kelsey as he's running up the middle. Right. And it's just like, what the hell is going on here? How does any defense compete with this? And then on top of that, they have a defense that is... Potent enough, it is a is available to stop some of these better offenses in the NFL, a la the Ravens, who they shut down just a couple of weeks ago. Yep. I love the Chiefs. I think that they're headed to the Super Bowl again and probably are going to win multiple over the next five years plus. So Chiefs are number one in my book. And uh, so top four, all of us were the same, a little bit of difference in the background. But yeah. overall, a fun segment, I would say. We all really disagreed on the Rams. I, I think I'm it's Rams funny because we're we're like literally like big bear mama bear, or what is it? Huh? I just like three different levels. You hate them. I'm moderate. You're in love yeah. with them because I'm just looking at our like list and you know Patriots, Rams, Bears, and that's about it. We all had all the other teams in about the Chicago. same Chicago. All right, so now let's rank the top ten worst teams. I'm going to start with no. the, the Chicago Bears. <laughs> no, uh, I chose the Bears also because I'm hoping this is the podcast that Mitch, our boss, actually listens to, and he's based out of Chicago. Listen, so, Mitch, <laughs> I grew yeah. up listening to the score, and you know I'm a straight shooter. 
I'll say all of it straight to his face. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the just, Bears. I appreciate the Nick Bears Foles. are a top ten team in the NFL. I appreciate Nick Foles and his just ridiculous third leg, but it just <laughs> it's a fact. It's man. not the year. Uh, but it is the year and the week for a couple of cuts, maybe. Maybe a couple of ones we'll go back from and Who? listen to Rick from Oshkosh. We'll, we'll we'll, <laughs> yeah, we don't really have them planned out at this point, but we're going to plan them out right now in this break, and then we'll get back to you. Just for you. And we will make you laugh your ass off in this next segment. It's Dan Plucker, along with Evan Heffelfinger mm-hmm. and Sam Schmitz mm-hmm. on Half Sam and Dan, on the, to say on, Dan on the Fan on the Dan on the Fan. Wow. No, I wasn't. It's Dan on the Fan, just me doing the podcast. Closing time. It's time to close the show. And we're closing and closing. It's time. I want to take me home. It's Hef Sam and Dan on the fan. That's who I want to take me home. I'll be listening to this on my way home. That's right. Guys, I'm Dan Plucker alongside Evan Heffelfinger and Sam Schmitz. We come at you usually, hopefully, every week, but most more more likely every two weeks. But we have a lot we'll of fun see. doing it. We'll I quit see. my job, so we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out if we can start going uh, every Wednesday, going going forward or thursday or, th- or well thursday's less ideal because we're here this late and it's yeah. already almost 11 o'clock and i don't think any of us really want to be here that so late maybe tuesdays. i've been here for 11 hours what about what about tuesdays um on air producing that's when i do mine maybe we should my figure podcast. Out we'll, we'll figure it out off air it doesn't really matter okay let's get or back to the show guys everyone listen to it we have really uncomfortable uh we just took about like a 20 minute break to go through some of our clips it's thursday so we're gonna do a throwback thursday uh just for uh blanks and giggles and just i'm saying blanks because uh we, we went back and You'll found see. some of the best rick from oshkosh clipses uh clips as well um anyway the best rick from oshkosh clips and they're, of course, gold, because everything that Rick from Oshkosh says is gold. And we're going to start it off with him uh, being slightly racist. But he's not racist. But he's not. Here oh. it is. One of our new sort of uh, mottos, it's, it's the way it's always been, we're just making it more public, is that while... Horvat and I have this platform here. Uh, it's also for you and your voice. And so I think we've done a good job the last couple of weeks. I think you guys have done a good job using this platform to share your opinions on sports or otherwise. That I think that's an important thing we do. We are one of the many micro communities that make up this bigger community. That is a lead in now to a voice that we always want to hear. And that's Rick and Oshkosh. Rick, how does uh, this Thursday find you, friend? Yeah, uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. First of all and foremost, I am tired of not having any sports or anything to focus on. Golf today, Rick. To watch. Golf today? I'm tired of Major League Baseball players bickering and bickering and fussing and fussing and fussing and fussing about their money. You don't let, let, let some commissioners say play 50 games. That's obnoxious. You can't determine a world championship with 50 games. Yeah, agreed. You can't do it. No. Rick, you First told all, us a couple of weeks ago um, that your financial situation is not good, right? No, because of my age. There's eight more age discrimination than races. You know, I'm 66 Ooh, years old. I turned 66 May 31st. I have a girlfriend. She's black. The most beautiful woman I ever met. Nice. 
she's not white because white women are are snobs. Okay, I don't know that we. Period. Can, we do. <laughs> no, we Rick. We'll but, have to talk. Rick, to we're gonna talk to you later, bud. Holy cow! Um, <laughs> he's gonna call back, and I, I'm just not gonna. So hey, any real uh, people that want to jump on the line, call, hang up, and then call again because Rick is gonna keep um, calling me to apologize. And yeah, I can't have that on this show. My God. Whoa. What is going on, dude? I was off yesterday, you know. Yeah. And um, I was like, man, I need to get back to work. And then I come back in, and we got Rick with those phone calls. Holy cow, man! Maybe a day off isn't a bad thing. What in the world is going on? This anyway. Hey, I did want to uh, remind me. I do want to remind you. Um, I don't even. What were we going to talk about? That threw me off. And here he is again. Well, see what he wants. I can't. <laughs> I really come can't. on. I can't. He's just gonna. My yell. name's on the show. Come on. I'm not just gonna, like gonna blindly put him on. Yeah, yeah. All right, hold on. Rick. Rick and Ashcash. All right, he's back. Rick, uh, do not swear. Uh, wh- what's up? Just give me your thoughts on MLB, Rick. No, no MLB, social stuff. Right MLB now. needs to play at least 120 games to be done with it and get. Yeah, well, that's not gonna happen. There's not enough time. Okay. Don't scrap the season. Don't don't pay them. They don't get paid. Next year, fans, solidarity. You we we should strike and don't do any games because of their okay. stupidity from from causing all this. You know what? I don't I don't hate that idea. All right, Rick. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Rick. We got. We got we'll talk. Why? To- Why not? No, we. Said I we said I don't. don't hate it. Oh, Why? I meant I said I meant to say I don't disagree. Okay. I want to. I want. I like that. I want the fans to go on strike. I want the fans to go on strike. Rob Manfred yesterday. Rob Manfred telling Carl Ravitch that baseball's revenues are going to be down over seventy percent. That's not losing money. That just means you're not making as much money as you otherwise would have. Money is as as you know. They're you know they're millionaires. They're billionaires. Owners and players. The owners are mad that they're not going to make as much money as they want to. They're still going to make money. And then but suckers like play. us are still going to go to these games. But there's a, you can't determine a champion with 50 games. You can't do it. Strapping. Unless it's the Brewers, then it counts. I mean, it still don't count. It just doesn't right, count. Pretty good. They right, botched this up in March. Rick, I'm hosting it. I'm filling in for Bart tomorrow. Give me a call. I'll give you a whole hour of a platform. Hey, Thanks. No, buddy. I want to talk about. I what, want to what? talk about something else that's important here. It's your show. Go. Twenty seconds. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, my financial situation is at all time worst thing ever because of this. Because they shut down everything. Because I, I'm a cook. Yeah. I, I work in a bad kitchen. I'm 66 years old. I can still make you the best steak you ever had. Huh. And I can't get a job. You know why? Uh, why? I'm too old. I'm too old. Ah. They, don't think I did, they don't think I didn't move fast. I did still put these kids on underneath the table. Rick, who do we who do we need to contact? Who do we need to talk to 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 get you back? Yeah, in I don't. Attention? I'm not. I want to help you. Yeah, I want to help you, Rick. What what can yeah, I do? Well, I have you know, I have a resume and an email, but I don't want to do it over the air. Well, no, no, no. Send it to me. I'll give you mine. Mine is um, R Y A N Ryan H O R V A T. I don't have my 
I don't have a paper pen in front of me. I'll tell you what, Rick. I will actually contact you. You're, I will find your info through hell or high water, buddy. But uh, do me a favor. I do okay, have to... I'm just, I have 45 years experience, but I have lots yep. of gaps now. I have lots of gaps in my resume now because I'm just, he says, I don't even do dishes for 11, 12 bucks an hour. Okay. I'm uh, fully retired. I am fully retired right now, but I do, I do work as much as I want to. And I, but I live in Oshkosh. I, I'm willing to relocate. Uh, Rick, I have an aunt. She's Marcus Stroman's personal chef. Maybe I could hook you up. Would you be interested in moving to New York and then in Orlando in the off season and no, working for Marcus no. Stroman? Well, it's Marcus Stroman. <laughs> New York's the worst. New York's the worst place to be. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, Rick, call me tomorrow. We'll, we'll go over this tomorrow. But I do got to get you off the air. Right. My boss is going to kill me. Thank you. 4147. It's your show, Bart, actually. What is going on today? I, I did welcome Rick back, but I, yeah. I tried to abandon on that call three minutes ago. You're taking the blame for this. All right. Usually when somebody says not to be racist, usually means they're going to say something they're racist. They're going to say something racist. Yeah. I just I can't believe that he said that he only dates white women. Or uh, he doesn't date white women because women are snobs. White women are white snobs. Women are snobs. Yeah. yeah. That's... uh. An interesting take. That whole, I mean, that might be my favorite Rick appearance right there because it is, <laughs> it's everything Rick in one. In one. Because it's bad sports takes are good depending on who you are. It's just Rick's complete embodiment. Yeah. like In you, one take. For sure. It's like when people, like, they talk about a TV show, like, if you had one episode to show someone to get them hooked on the TV show, that is the Rick appearance that I would get, I would show everyone to get so them hooked So now that on you're Rick. hooked- Let's talk about uh, him swearing because he's done it twice on air, at least that we know of. Oh, what was no, the context it's, it's of this more. one? Uh, oh. The context of this one this... was uh, getting tested for COVID. Yeah, it's it's. I haven't personally been tested. Neither but... have I. But From... Rick was not a fan. No, and he was tested. Here it is. Let's not uh, let's not stall anymore. Rick is in Oshkosh. Rick, it's been a week or two. How you been, bud? Lots changed yeah, since we last like talked. We're doing pretty um, good. Baseball's back, buddy. Our insider, Rick. Yeah. And by the way, uh, insider hey, calls brought to you. I'm still sort of looking for work. I did work last night, and I'm working tonight up here in Winnetonny. Oh, you found a job. Oh. Yeah, I think I found a job. Rick, we're, do you know how to make chicken tenders? Huh? Do you know how to make chicken tenders if, if I stop by? Uh, chicken tenders, yes, we do. Uh, I'm in. They're fresh. I'm in. They're not frozen. Where do you work? I'm in. You there? Yeah, where do you work? Can't hear you. Where do you work? Oh, Winnie Tiny, Wisconsin. What restaurant? Wait, oh, Bitter's Supper Club. Okay. And yeah. uh, we'll see you tonight. Yeah, you worked last night. Congrats. Yeah, I worked, I worked a few hours last night. I worked tonight and worked tomorrow night, and I worked Sunday night. I don't know if this is the real Rick. This is the real Rick. By there- the way, guys, uh, we just talking about brothers or, or what? Excuse me? What, were you talking, what was your subject before? We played an hour yeah, of trivia. Yeah, we, we killed an hour with trivia, Rick. Rick, uh, the oh, Brewers trivia. are back. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on Craig Council? Yeah. Now, okay. Now, the next next question is, um, what's the roster going to be like? Is it going to be a 30-man roster? Rick, I'm more worried that the only roster news that we're going to hear is COVID, COVID, COVID. I, I just don't know if it's safe enough for baseball to come back. Well, you know, it's well the way I saw it on the screen at MLB, they said it's test positive, you can't play at all. Yeah, well, I don't want test. Christian Yelch to be testing positive. Yeah. Brewers are going to be okay, bad. If test, okay, if he, then you have to test twice to be able to be negative. 
You have to do it twice. Don't you just I think we just on. shouldn't have a season? Well, no. I said that before. I should. I mean, they should have scrapped the whole damn thing. I agree. I mean, yeah. if we're... We we say we want these guys to be safe, but we're going to put them out there right into the right into I mean, the fire. You know, Assisted game season? What the hell? You know, it really, it's a waste of my out. time, and it, it's it's a it's an insult to my intelligence. It's uh, it's an insult to the fans' intelligence. Period. Yeah, and um, then they're not going to let fans in the stadium. Like you're going to play in front of nobody. They're not. No, no fans. No fans. None. So then it should be scrapped. I agree. Okay. And start over next year and I get everybody tested now. I'm not even I sure if I want them to come back next year. I didn't I like that they fought. They need to learn their lesson. They, everything should have been tested in March. Why? Why weren't they? Hey, do That's you wear a mask question. when you go out in public? Why weren't they tested right away? A mask? Do you wear a mask? They were, some of them. No. Oh, Rick, you got to wear a mask. Last week, I went and tested last Tuesday. Drug test? And I'm negative. Did you? How did they do the test? Did they stick that thing up your nose? You know what they do? Well, they uh, stick stuff in your ears. Then you put a swab up your nose. Yeah. It hurts. I said, what the hell is this sh-? oh, Rick, sorry. come on. Okay. No, you're done. you're done. You're done. You're done. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so that was uh, the first instance of Rick swearing that we know no, of. Well, no, uh, there, I'm sure I there have, are plenty, like I said, plenty I more. I have more, but those are he. He's been swearing even before we started making clips. Yeah, yeah. he 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 We're lets it slip sometimes. Uh, and he does it again here. It's just as funny, even funnier. Uh, this this is back at the beginning of the year. The boys were being obnoxious with obnoxious him. with him, and they were talking about the national championship game and talking over him because he was not feeling well. Maybe that's why he needed to get the COVID test. Who knows? Here it is. Rick is in Oshkosh. Ricky, what's up? Richard. Okay. I saw one of the worst referee games I ever saw last night. Uh, one you're- of the worst. Which, which which game was that? Memphis Knicks. Marquette, they got in a fight. Marquette, Marquette and Xavier. Oh, you're right okay. about that, Rick. You're on. Okay, you're right on now. now, then. Okay, get rid of the flagrant one and two. It's a flagrant. It's a flagrant. Just make it one way. I don't know the difference. Yeah, they say a, a fan, hard foul is a flagrant. I don't know the damn, damn difference. That that okay, should have been a flagrant foul. That should not have been a flagrant let, foul. Would you like Rick finish? That that that, that he that, has got a busy that, day. <laughs> Rick, that was okay. you're right. That he was found not a flagrant time to foul. squeeze us in. Let him finish. That was not a flagrant foul. Rick, please. The floor is yours. Okay. okay. Now, the ball hit the top of the head of the Satan Hall player, and they called a flagrant on somebody from our tip. I mm-hmm. watch the replay. No, watch, I agree. He went down because the ball hit him in the face, or on top of the head, he went down. It was, uh, you know, just because you play hard, you can get a flagrant foul, and that's not right. No, they play hard. You shouldn't be. Talk for it. I agree. Why wasn't why wasn't it why wasn't the flagrant foul called against the guy that punched Marcus Howard in the nose? Rick, what are you doing for the Super oh, Bowl that, on Sunday? No, that was an inadvertent elbow. I'm gonna watch the game. I'm off. I got a job. I'm on my way to work. Where are you working? Can I know? <laughs> no. Oh, what are you? I'm in DPR. Um, I work in a place with a lot of packet players that go to. Oh, oh you got a bar? Bar? Massage yeah. parlor? No. Bar. Shut up. A who? Restaurant and lounge. Okay. Okay. Now, what I'm trying to say is. Where in De Pere is it? Are you a server? Let me, will you let me finish? Is it the Abbey? Will you let me finish? Rick, are you going to listen to Bill Michaels at 1106 for Carlos? Are you Carlos? 
Will you let me say? Yes, please. Okay. Now, see what Posty needs to have these kids practice without Marcus Howard. They didn't know what to do. They were lost. Well, they won. Yeah, but, but when you lose your leading scorer and the leading scorer in the country, you should actually... be practicing without him. They beat Xavier on oh, the road. Right? Now, that's a bad take. You were on a roll with some good ones, but yeah, that's you're not like good. a strong twenty twenty. You're, you're, you did, you have you have no idea that you're going to lose your leading scorer to a, a head injury. They should still practice without him and be prepared. So, in other words, they should say. So they should take a few minutes out of practice every day. Wojo says, "Okay, for these next ten minutes, Marcus Howard, you go sit on the bench and you go practice." Should the free Bucks throws. practice without yeah. Giannis? Because they have better players around Giannis. There's no comparison. Okay. Oh, Marquette, uh, only, Kobe McEwen was and, pretty fantastic last okay. night. Do you work I at Caliente? Caliente. I've been there. I like it. Yeah. I was signed up for their birthday club, and I just got an email that they're dis- in continuing that. Okay, you guys aren't letting me push. I'm not calling back no more. I'm what? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I want to see if he, who his favorite Carlos was in Milwaukee sports history. I mean, Richard. Let's say the Marquette should take time out of their practice to see if we can play without Marcus Howard. I'm Can't sure take they, him off the floor. I mean, they'd probably run, you know. Like I'm amazed that Marquette won that game last night without Howard. Really. I mean, Adam and uh, McEwen were just fantastic. Does Rick not understand the opportunity? To... Off the charts. I mean, Rick, Rick called in. We put him right on the air. We completely change the direction of our show to talk to Rick. We give him as much time as he wants. If he didn't hang up, he'd still be on the phone. Well, you call some of these other shows. Hey, Rick, go try to call Mark Belling and see how long you rot on the phone lines. Well, I want to know what Rick does for a living now. Though, now that we know he's in the um, hospitality business, let's Google him. Rick Oshkosh. What do, you, do we know Rick's last name? No. Uh, I think it's Oshkosh. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Rick Oshkosh. Let's put it in. Was it Oshkosh last night? Yeah, did you run into Rick? No, I keep, you know, I should do something the next time I'm up in Oshkosh. Where, do a where's Rick hunt? Do you think he's a doctor? Do you think he's Rick Davis, MD? Uh, no, I don't think that's him. <laughs> do you no. think he's a priest? No. Father Rick Hoking. I I, th- I would just like think what Rick would work in an assembly line or. <laughs> Rick's, Rick's a priest. And he's doing the sermon. Everyone goes, amen. And then he goes, let me finish the sermon. Peace be with you and also with you. Let me finish. Now, Rick said he's not calling the show anymore. How long is that going to last? He's actually back on the line right now. Oh, gee, Rick, that was not long. I mean, why are you guys being obnoxious with me? You just said you weren't going to call us ever again. I'm trying to figure out the difference between a one and two flavor call it the way it is. We're trying to figure out where you work so we can come visit you. I don't give a shit. All right. Oh, Rick, you can't swear. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've done that before. Uh, Man. Man, Rick. There's the two-week ban. Yeah, and it didn't work, so we're screwed. Oh, it didn't work? This is nope. happening way too much lately. Yeah. Guys, why is everybody calling and get so mad? Don't get upset where you got to start swearing. I mean, please. You, you guys know it's a radio station. You can't be saying those things, and you're going to get banned if you start saying those things. That's a lifetime ban now, actually. It should yeah, be. We got, the Rick segment. I mean, come done. on. You, you guys should know better. Well, we got everyone that calls Horvey's show swears. It's like angry dudes wake up at five in the morning and if this is Rick to apologize, tell him yeah. 
No. You know what? And maybe the offer to co- go to a Brewer game might be off the table at this point, too. We're going to have to ground yeah, him. Yeah, that's off. I think ground him. That's off. Because the money I was going to spend on I mean, you had that out of control. That you swore. I, I swore one time on the radio, and I because I said one word, but I wasn't intentionally trying to swear. I think we caught it, but you just can't come out and say the S word or the F word. All right. All right. Uh, so. So how do we put our show back on the tracks here? Yeah. Rick. 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 Oh, Richard. Evan wasn't. Evan no, wasn't. I, I did that. <laughs> I did that exactly how I wanted to. Okay, sure. It's like throwback to Chuck because Chuck was in a couple of those. We miss you, buddy. But that was how it is. It would be like. Bart and Ryan be like, all right, Rick. And then afterwards, just a beat behind, it's Chuck going, Rick, Richard, Rick. <laughs> It's like a disappointed Jeez. parent. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, oh, that's a throwback. <laughs> it's, a, it's a disappointed parent. Like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just a little that disappointed. disappointed. I Definitely. Just, it's it's great to hear Freem's voice again. And you can uh, hear him do his, what is it, Minute for Freem's? Minute with Freem's on with Twitter Freem's or whatever. On Twitter, yeah. Uh, sponsored by one of our sponsors. I'm not going to mention it because they don't sponsor literally me. So why would yeah. I sponsor it? But Speaking you know, who of who does sponsor, sponsor us, me, Nick Gartner. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to this. Yeah, Nick so Gartner. I'm, we're in the Nick Gartner studios. We are in the Nick Gartner studios. Uh, thank you, Nick. Um, we also, Great guy. In listening to a voice of the past in um, Chuck Freeman, it also brings me back to our times with Anthony Mandela. Yeah, who I and, saw just the other day. And Andy Spitzer, who I talked to on the phone for about 15 minutes the other day, Sam. Wow. It was, yeah, for... in studio because Mike McGivern was uh, on the show. And Andy called in and asked me why I wasn't doing the uh, Varsity Blitz scoreboard show anymore. And I said, uh, well, you know, life. (laughs) And we had a very good talk. He said that he listens to every episode. Yeah, so did Anthony. He even listed off the episodes where we forgot him, and he said it was episodes 14 and 17. here's a challenge to Anthony (laughs) and Andy. Okay. When they listen, let us know that they got to this point. And we should have them say, like, a code word. What, What do we want the code word to be? Oshkosh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oshkosh Bagash. Or there you go. They could just follow us on uh, Twitter at yeah. one five seven from the fan producers and you know like and retweet us. Yeah, but except we're not going to use that anymore because it's one zero five seven twelve fifty a.m. Which way right. we are now? It's okay. Well, technically the producers profile still says that, so technically I was right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm Dan Plucker at Dan Plucker. He's Evan Heffelfinger at. Evan Hef 25, yes, and he's Sam Schmitz at Sam underscore underscore Smitch. Smitch. Schmitz. <laughs> this has been Hef Sam and Dan on the fan. We love being with you every week. Mm-hmm. And guys, ish. Ish. We're, well, you love ish kind of being no, with our people? No, because you said every week, and I was like, ish. Oh, okay. Because we, we, he, mm-hmm, he because does the solo dolo. Yeah, because he doesn't yeah. like us very much. Apparently, don't be because a dumbass like me because, and ever no. split away from the other producers. See, no, it's not that you're the dumbass. It's that he thinks, Sam, that you and I are the dumbasses, yeah. and that we're oh. not allowed to be on his That's level That's not with the him. case. It's absolutely the Definitely. case. So I guess don't be a dumbass. If the, if we have one thing to tell you, it's just don't be a dumbass. Don't be a dumbass, apparently. Milwaukee. And then you'll get to be on a podcast with Dan Plucker. Don't be a dumbass. Time for us to go. Time to go have some. Sure. Bye. I'm feeling some total <laughs> <laughs>